And uh, oh, that's a great song. That's not bad for you, Holly. That's this is a testament to the tax bill. I guess. <laughs> nothing leaves, nothing. Leaves. Do you know, Josh? I found out that taxes went up forty-one percent between two thousand thirteen and two thousand and sixteen. Forty-one percent. That's it. Yeah, that's all. I think the government officials need more reasons. I think so. I think they need better health care, all of them, because none of them have to take Obamacare, do they? No. But I'm not here to talk national politics. We don't, we don't have a lot of time left here, but I am in here to spell, to relieve the irascible, irreplaceable Rich Gerard. Little Rico is uh, taking the oral board <laughs> interview. He's going through the oral board interview process too, for the Manch Vegas Police Department today, and which is always a roll of the dice. It is impossible to give anyone any, any really any kind of sound advice as to what to say. It's not necessarily what you say, and it's grueling. The longer the the, the adage is, the longer you're in there, uh, the better you're doing because they're really trying to chip away to see what your breaking points are. You know what makes you angry. So, Rich, if you're listening, one of the other things I'm going to ask you is, um, you know, what makes you angry? You know, and um, if if you're a, a good you know, Rich is verbose. He's got a great command of the English language, and he can reach right into his cerebral repository and come up with something that isn't going to sound too off the wall. You know, I've, I've heard a lot of different things when I was on all boards and um, fan from other police officers who have participated in what makes you angry. And some of those questions do, and they are, they are effective. And I, I kind of jest a little bit about the you know, the subjectivity but of an oral board and some of the whimsical nature of it. But by at the same token, you can tell... You can push the right buttons, and if someone starts sweating and getting angry while they're sitting there, they may not be a good candidate. Again, the 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 the, the backdraft on that is the fact that you know, I, I no oral board participant. I'm talking about the persons lobbying the uh, the questions are you know, they're not qualified to ask questions that impinge upon the psychological. They're just not, you know. But they they, they should be looking for, uh, you know, command, control, compassion, uh, temperament, and all, and and the only. The only way you can really, you know, kind of glean that from an interview is to listen carefully and watch their eye contact, you know, watch their body language, some of the things that, uh, because most communication, 90% of all communication is physical and facial. So that's why I make a lot of faces, let everybody know what's going on. Hey, it's kind of cool today, though, the uh, El Presidente Trump is going to be talking to, uh, I think it's at 10 o'clock this morning, Josh, is it, or 10.30? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure either, but he's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I don't. If you read one story, it sounds like he's going to browbeat and dress the United States down, the United Nations down, saying you guys don't <coughs> aren't really doing your jobs here. But he's going to speak in extremely tough terms about the North Korean nuclear threat, according to one aide who briefed reporters on conditions of anonymity. I like that. Don't tell him it was me before the president's high-profile remarks. So it's going to be interesting what he says. And apparently, from what I understand, the North Korean delegation is going to be sitting right in the front row. They got box seats on on this one here. <laughs> uh, it'll be interesting to hear what he has to say. He's you know he speaks um, plainly. <coughs> Excuse me, just uh, to say the least. But anyway, so tensions, as everybody knows, between the United States and and that uh, nut job over there in North Korea have been escalating throughout his whole eight month presidency. I don't understand this guy. I mean, uh, talking about psychological analysis, this 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 uh, Kim Jong Un is. He's out of his mind. What I don't like is the fact that, well, the Chinese allegedly been ratcheting up the pressure to get him to cut the, cut, 
cut it out. But you know what? These economic sanctions do nothing, from what I understand. They do nothing except hurt the poor North Korean people, many of whom are firmly ensconced in concentration camps, etc. It's just, it's hell on earth. And it's not a place to go vacation, uh, to say the least. Another problem we have brewing again, it seems like they're, they're spitting them out one after another, right? Is Hurricane Maria has now been upgraded to a potentially catastrophic Category 5 storm. And Puerto Rico, for the first time since, I think, 1925, is going to get slammed with a storm of this magnitude. So, you know, blessings and safety and all that goes out to the wonderful people of Puerto Rico to be very, very careful. I hope you're battening down the hatches. It's it's one thing to live in paradise, but when paradise goes goes awry with these storms, look out. Oh, they really these storms are something to see if you if you're in a safe area. But God, man, the damage that they do, and you know, with all the faculty that I have, in fact, just tuning in at eight thirty six on Gerard Lodge. This is Doctor Jeff Zarnick, retired city of Manchester PD, twenty three years there, and uh, spent a lot of time about ten years or so at Hester College with Kaplan, and gleefully blessed uh, for the last four and a half years where I'm working as associate dean in the Criminal Justice and Social Sciences program in that department, on that team, for Southern New Hampshire University, the College of Online and Continuing Education. And it is just a wonderful place to be. And what makes it great are the faculty, and I have a lot of faculty in the southern states. In fact, to give you a story, Josh, one of our our prized graduate criminal justice faculty, Captain Cheryl Victorian, is the captain in charge of a precinct down in Houston, which got whacked. And um, I called her, and this is the kind. This is the kind of people that 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 teach our students. She's just effervescent, sharp, bright, forthright, brilliant. So I called her and I said, "You know, Captain, are you all right? Because we're prepared to help them and do what we can." And she's, she 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 answered the phone. Goes, "Well, Doctor C, how are you today?" <laughs> she asked me how I'm doing while they're in the middle of that absolute, you know, the catastrophic hurricane down there i said no 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 how are you well at the time she told me their precinct was high and dry but they were doing all that they can all hands on deck to help the shelters and so with that that information i was able to glean from her what do you need what do you need it came down to basic items like toilet paper and diapers etc and we kicked that up through the administration and i know that the president of the university and to his uh, great team responded uh, quite well magnanimously to say the least to help those beleaguered people down there. One of my other faculty members uh, is a, uh, he works in and around f- for FEMA, and he's been to every every disaster we've had, you know, from 9-11 on, and he was on his way from where he lives in Arizona to Houston at the time, and he told me, Jeff, this, this one is one of the worst he's ever seen. It'll take 10 years to clean up. So we're dealing with some stuff, and then you had the one, or was it Irma, that slammed into Florida, and you ask anybody in the New England area or in Manchester alone, do you have any friends or family in Florida? And 110% of the time, people go, yep, I do, as do I. My mother was down in Pembroke Pines, my tough old Scotch-Irish mother, who, you know, she wouldn't she wouldn't move if the tank was about to run over. You, you know, give them the finger and tell them where to go. <laughs> but uh, I said, Ma, are you going to get out of there? Hell no, I'm not leaving. I mean, I this is not a problem. Well, she left. My sister, who lives in Davie, Florida, went and grabbed her. But here's the irony of it. My sister lives in a nice home in Davie. She's a retired captain on the Hallandale Beach, works over at the academy as a, as a dean, blah, 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 blah. 
Well, she lost her electricity and subsequently her air conditioning, but my mother got her electricity and air conditioning back, so she went back to her little lovely assisted care place, <coughs> which is built like a fort over in Pembroke Pines. But it was kind of scary. You know, uh, she has to boil all the water, so they are still in disaster conditions down there. It really is a mess. You know, now's the time if you uh, you can swing a hammer, you can fix things. Go to Florida. You'll be working for quite some time fixing things. I know that uh, they were ahead of the curve, though. You know, I didn't hear any bad news about a lack of a response. Have you, Josh? I haven't heard anything. In fact, I heard about the power companies were all over this. People have been getting power back sooner than they expected. And my dad lives in Orlando. His power was back in like a day and a half. And he told me it was a Duke power or something like that. That uh, was just absolutely amazing. They were ready to go. Ready to go. Prepared. Isn't that something? You know, nice turnaround, huh? And I really kind of thought it was refreshing to see the president was down there handing out sandwiches and kissing babies and doing what he could and promising them they'd get whatever they need. And that way, that went for Houston, too, as well. It's nice to have that kind of leadership. I don't care what, what, what party you're in. You've got to have people that take, take the mantle and say, hey, folks, we're going to be okay. Because once panic sets in, people make bad decisions, you know, and um, they clog their roadways, the airways. They don't get what they need, and then they blame. So Maria, which is barreling in, and right now we're dealing with what Hurricane Jose is uh, giving us kind of a left hook up here in, in New England. You know, there were a lot of hurricane, not there were a lot of uh, you know high seas warnings going on for the people down in Massachusetts. Everybody's yanking their boats out of the water. So this is hurricane season, and uh, I got married in Jamaica during a hurricane four, but we were staying in a in a facility in a resort that was built to withstand it so we had uh, the blenders were on we watched the wind and we had a great time but nonetheless if you're down in those areas please everyone be careful i hope they get out you got to see some of the posts the winds are merciless merciless we shall survive by the grace of god and this uh, gentleman roosevelt scarrett says my roof is gone and the complete mercy of the hurricane house is flooding you know so this is serious stuff puerto rico puerto rico governor ricardo rosello said the government has prepared hundreds of shelters so they're on top of it, capable of housing more than 100,000 evacuees. If necessary, the National Weather Service in Puerto Rico warned that the catastrophic winds, that's the thing, it's the winds, are expected from Maria beginning Tuesday afternoon. Locations may be uninhabitable for weeks or months. So it really, really is, it's just, it's, it's tough. So we're into hurricane season. I understand, Josh, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know if Al Caprillian is listening. These things emanate from like Cape Verde. It sounds like there's an incubator of hurricanes that come out of the Cape Verde area and then they just kind of cruise across the Atlantic and then they come over here and they beat the living snot out of the islands and the southern tier and they rile up to the coast and, you know, it hit Carolinas. I think this Maria is going to nail the Carolinas, but I'm not sure. But it's taking aim at the battered Caribbean. So now people are fleeing all these little uh, areas of that were uh, situational paradise, but no longer. There's some islands actually just wiped off the map from what I understand. So Hurricane Jose is threatening the East Coast. So everyone batting down the hatches. Although this weekend coming up is supposed to be nice. So what does that mean? But Hurricane's got 75 mile an hour sustained winds. Not really much of a speeding ticket there, but it can do some damage. So you got to stay out of the way and stay safe. It's, it's the ones that have the buck 50. Those are the ones that will take down a building and send flying. And so there's that. Besides all that, that's what's going on. And I guess the Red Sox pulled one out last night. Boy, they have a horseshoe tucked away someplace, huh? And the Yankees won. So the Yankees are still in their rearview mirror. Go, Yankees. <laughs> the evil empire is taking over. But uh, it's an exciting end of season for all these young kids, both sides of the coin. If you're not a baseball fan, you ought to be because uh, I love I love the game, still play the game. You know, I'm planning to go to Florida to play down Geezer Ball at Fort Myers and, and JetBlue and all this. And 
it's so good for baseball right now to see young teams, the young players that are populated, populated the Red Sox. They're really building a great franchise. And the same thing with the Yankees. It's great to see these young and up and coming people, uh, great players. So we're gonna we're in for a long haul if they don't trade the farm uh, and trade all these people off just to save a buck. Uh, and I hope they don't. I hope both both uh, both Red Sox and Yankees management. I hope they just you know wise up and let the fans know. You know we want to build. We want to show these young players they're exciting. They're in it for the joy of the game and not a million dollars a swing. So there's that. So anyway, we're going to say 44 here in Gerard Large. This is Dr. C just ringing in a bailout rich while he's over taking the order board examination for the Manchester Police Department, I say. And we're going to go to break. <laughs> 